Hello, everyone. My name is Dr. Christina West, the host of the one-on-one talk show. Today, I will be interviewing Lady Janice McCoy, and the topic will be knowing your purpose. So I present to some and introduce to others, none other than sister. She wants me to call her sister, Janice McCoy. Welcome, woman of God. God bless you. Welcome, oh my goodness, to the one-on-one talk show. She has been behind the scenes and now she's in the front, amen. (laughs) Yes, so tell us, Lady Janice, about yourself. To God be the glory. My name is Janice D. McCoy. Yes. I am an employee of the New, the New York City Department of Education, District 75, um, citywide programs for special needs children. Amen. And I have been an employee of them for 32 years. Amen. And I am a child of the Most High God. I love God. I love to praise Him. And I love to serve Him in any capacity that He purposed me to serve in. Amen, amen, amen. Awesome, awesome. We thank God for that introduction. So we're just going to jump right in. And as I said, please invite someone to this particular talk on tonight, this one-on-one. We're going to be talking and digging in. We're going to be, you know, digging deep into this particular topic. Amen, amen. And um, so tell us, Lady Janice, Sister Janice. What is purpose? Purpose is God's original plan that he already had in his mind before the foundation of the earth was formed and before each of us was even born on on this earth. And that purpose is for us to fulfill it while we're here on earth. Amen. Awesome. Awesome. Yes. Amen. So let's elaborate on that a little bit because, you know, as women in ministry, why is it so important for us to know our purpose? For one, it's, it's our um, role map. For, um, it is our... Um, Um, It is God's roadmap for us, for Mm -hmm. us to follow um, as we are here on the earth. And um, it is vital for for us to know where we are going. You know, God gave us, you know, purpose so that we could, we we won't be pulled in to the left or to the right, but we will stay on the path of righteousness as we are fulfilling purpose. And also it's important for us to know what our purpose are so that we know what God expects of us. He created us. The word of God says, it is he that have created us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. And we was created for a specific purpose for us to fulfill on this earth. You know, not, and also for us not to, to wander around trying this and trying that. That's right. You know, trying to figure out anything. God has already carved out the road for us through purpose for us to, to follow and to travel down. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Awesome. That's right. That's right. You know, um, the book that we have read, amen, this is where this particular topic came from. Um, It's called The Pursuit of Purpose by Miles Monroe. This is an excellent book. If you haven't gotten it, um, to look it up and read it, you know. And in this book, he is quoted by saying, Purpose, therefore, is the original intent In the mind of the creator that motivated him to create a particular 
Aida, my God, that is powerful. Yes, it is. The original intent, purpose by the creator, amen, when he made an item. So in essence, that is saying God created us, amen, with a definite purpose in mind. Amen. We cannot be wandering like the children of Israel, amen. God created us with a definite purpose in mind. So tell us, how do we pursue our God-given purpose? Great question. (laughs) We pursue our God-given purpose by pursuing God. He is our creator. He knows what he has planned for us. Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the thoughts, the plans, the purpose that he thinks towards us. You know, those are plans of peace and not evil to give us an expected end. Purpose is that plan that God has created for us, and it's it's, uh, it's very vital for us to know what it is, and we pursue him. We, we chase after him. You know, God, why did you create me on this earth? Yes. Why have you preserved me from the danger seen and unseen? That's right. Why have you kept me all these years? Why? Could you tell me why I, I matter to you? And he, as we listen for God to give us the answer, he's going to answer us. He's going to lead, show us what our purpose is. Amen. Glory be to God. So how do we find our purpose? I want you to write in the chat by pursuing God. Amen. Amen. He created us and he's the one that's going to tell us. Amen. Give us the plan. Yes. Amen. And to add on to that, we cannot go to man for our purpose. We can't go to our pastor. We can't even go to our mothers and our fathers to ask them what our purposes are because they don't know. They did not create us. It was God, our Heavenly Father, who created us and who had that purpose in mind for us. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm sorry, but they can help pray for us that God reveal our purpose to us, but they surely cannot tell us. Come on now. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. And I just want to quote another... um, quote from Miles Monroe book. He said, purpose gives birth to hope, hallelujah, and instills the passion to act. Wow. Come on now. How did you find your purpose in life and ministry? Come on. My purpose was found through my life experiences over the years from my childhood to present day. You know, the heartaches, the pains, the trouble that I've had um, in my life as a single person uh, going through into adulthood, becoming a mother, single mother two times over, dealing with those that trauma, that hurt. It all built me and it also led me to God calling me into purpose and also in addition to that was uh, one day I came into um, I found out that a mother had lost her son to murder Mm. and it just in my spirit came for me to pray for her Mm. you know for the loss of her son and after I prayed for her God said I thank you for praying for that mother he said because I need more of my mother's to come together and pray for their sons, to lift their sons up before me against the enemy who wishes nothing but to destroy them and and, and bring them to their demise. Amen. So what I'm hearing you saying is that your life experiences help shape the purpose that God intended for your life. Yes, that's my experience, but that's not always the case. Yes. Let's make that clear, y'all. That's not always the case. That's (laughs) part of it. Amen. (laughs) Glory be to God. So um, could it be that what God is putting us through 
and life. Could it be that's him, his hand shaping us and molding us to the area of ministry that we have been called to fulfill? That also, um, it could be. It really depends on what God, our creator, had in store for you. Everybody is different. We are all different. We all are the same of the human race, but we all are different. We have different shapes and sizes, different ethnicities, different cultures. It really depends on what God had in mind when he thought of you before the foundation of the earth was formed. Mm -hmm. And it could be. It could be part of it. Absolutely. But it's not all of it. You know, uh, let's let's look. Let's go back to the Bible. Mm -hmm. You know, Moses. Moses came into his purpose when he was walking by a phenomenon called the burning bush. Mm. Let's look at Joseph. Joseph was he found his purpose in in, in prison. Yes. You know, from prison captivity to prison. Let's yes. look at Hannah. Hannah found her purpose in torment. You know, Come being on. tormented by yes. Penina. Yes. You know, the other wife. Yes. And let's look at. Abraham, Abraham found, Abraham found his purpose going as God led him to leave his kinsmen. Yes. Okay, let's look at Job. Job was an upright man before God, and God called him to be the, the father of faith mm -hmm. to show us. So it's different scenarios. Yes. It really depends yes. on what God had in store for you. Yes, indeed. And I know as women in ministry, many of us, you know, we think our purpose is, number one, our first purpose is being a woman. Yeah. <laughs> the second purpose, you know, is some of us are mothers. Mm -hmm. Some of us are wives, you know. So yes. those are purposes that God has also intended us to fulfill. Mm -hmm. The role of a mother, that's yes. a, a awesome purpose, you yes. know, to be the one that's caretaking, being a caregiver mm -hmm. over God's children, you know, out over God's sons and our God's daughters. Mm -hmm. That's definitely a purpose. Being married, amen, mm -hmm. is a purpose, amen. And, you know, as women, we can be fulfilled in those purposes, but is that the purpose, purpose that God intended for you to fulfill? So that's the question, amen, that amen. we're asking on tonight. Amen. So tell us how, tell those that are watching, how do we know that we are walking in our God-given purpose? What does that feel like? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's actually, it's amazing. It's um, when you, God calls one to purpose, God is not calling you each of us to purpose and just leaving us to our own devices. Absolutely not. God is there with us, you know, every step of the way. God knows us. He knows our, our thoughts are far off. When he sees that we are a little bit fearful because of what has been revealed to us concerning our purpose, mm -hmm. God would come and he would reassure you like he did me. You know, God would tell me, be not afraid, daughter, yes. for I am with you. Yes. He would tell yes. me, do not be afraid of their faces. <laughs> Whose faces? Come on. <laughs> yes, come on now. Yes. Those that think that you are not qualified for the purpose that God has chosen for you. Yes. Those that feel as though that they can do it better than you. Those that feel that God got it wrong when he called you. Mm. But, oh, no, God will reassure you that I am with you. He said, be of good courage. Be strong, bold, and courageous. You know, he said, keep your eyes on me. Don't look to the left or don't look to the right, but keep your eyes on me. 
These are the things that he will tell you when he calls you to purpose. He said, keep your ears to my mouth to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying as he's leading us and guiding us down the road to the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yes. purpose. Yes. Come on now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, let's, you said something so key that a lot of times God shows us as women our God-given purpose, but there are things that hold us back. You know, there's fear. We doubt God. You know, there's so many things you touched on that. Let's, let's deep dive into that a little bit more, the fear, the fear factor. How is that, um, how can that hold us as women back from operating in My our God. God-given purpose? My God, fear is a destroyer. It very well can hold, it can destroy anyone from pursuing their God-given purpose. But you, one thing you have to realize, you got to realize who God is. Mm. God is bigger and better than fear. He's bigger and better than anything that you can even experience or go up against yes, in yes, life. Yes. God is God Almighty. He's the all-powerful God. And if you find yourself fearful, you cast that fear on Him. But He said, cast your cares upon me. Yes, when you're fearful, right. you give that fear to Him. Yes. When you're in doubt, you, when mistrusting, even trust, mistrusting God, you give that to him and you deal with that you know ask God to help you strengthen you to trust him because there's no one else on this earth that can help us that we can depend on besides God amen amen that was awesome that was a good nugget and sometimes you know we could operate sometimes God shows us something so big that we don't think we're qualified we don't think we're qualified, you know, and that can keep us in a holding pattern because our confidence and what God has shown us is not lining up. So how do people deal with not being qualified? Let me tell you, there is no such thing as not being qualified because before the foundation of the earth was formed, God already qualified you. So it doesn't matter about man what they think of you. God has qualified you. God has qualified you. Mm-hmm. So you don't need to be validated by anybody else. That's God it. has already done it. Yes. Okay, and, and also, God is, it, he has the last say so. Yes. Not anyone else. So that's why he said, keep your eyes on me. Yes. Keep your ears to my mouth so that you can hear me, so that the noise won't distract you. Peter, let's think about Peter, mm, right? Yes. Peter was purposed to walk on that water. Yes. But when the tempest, the wave was 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 acting up, Mm -hmm. it distracted him. At the point of him taking his eyes off the Lord, he began to sink. This is why God will reassure you that he's with you. You're not going to sink. I'm not going to let you sink. Keep your hands in my hands and I'm going to leave you in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Let's take a hallelujah Hallelujah. break right there. Hallelujah. (laughs) Hallelujah. Praise your name, God. Yes, because that's one of the things, distractions distractions can cause us to be derailed from the purpose that God has ordained for our life. Sometimes we get distracted to the point where we are backslidden. We get distracted to the point where, you know, we no longer um, have that passion and desire to go after the things of God. So how do we as women, um, like you said, keep ourselves focused, amen, and not distracted. 
Keep in communication with God. Mm. Keep talking to God. Keep building your relationship with God. And God will meet you right where you are. Where you are weak, he is strong. You deal with those situations, those inner, inner enemies within you. That's it. You Come give on. it to God. Yes. Don't, don't, do not not address it with God. Mm. Not with man, but with God. You address it with him. Yes. You pour out your heart before him. You show your, be humble before him. Yes. Let him know your weaknesses. And God, watch and see what God does with it. Yes. Be open with God. He already knows anyway. Yes. He already yes. knows anyway. Yes. Everything about you. You know the number of hairs that's on your head. You know the number of the hairs that's not on your head. He you know everything about you. You're down sitting. You're up rising. There is nothing under this under the earth that God on the earth that God does not know about each one of us. Amen. Amen. So Glory give it to, to God. God. Keep yes. in contact with God. Keep communicating with God daily in the name of Jesus. Because listen, the enemy is out there and he is raging. Yes, and he, he is, is not playing checkers. He's playing chess. And he's watching us, seeing what we're going to do. And, and looking for any opportunity to come after us, to pull us back away from purpose. That's what his goal is. He don't want us to, to come into our purpose. He don't want us to pursue and fulfill That's our right. purpose. Or so he's right. going to throw everything that he has after us. Yes. So what should we do in the meantime? Throw everything that we have, hallelujah, into our purpose, That's into right. discovering our purpose by staying connected to our God. Amen. So staying connected to God is the one, one of the key um, things that we need to do as women to discover our purpose in God. And God is not a man that he should lie. Amen. Amen. So what he has said, he will surely do. Yes. So God is also waiting to hear from us. So he can pour back into us. Amen. 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 So how long or when did you have this collision <laughs> with your purpose? My God. <laughs> One of your purposes. One of my purposes. Okay. Uh, back in 2018, God had given me an assignment to do. And it was bigger than I it's bigger than I am, and I didn't know how to go about pursuing it. I didn't know who to turn to. Yes. I didn't know who to trust, and so I, I I did absolutely nothing besides just looking into the the the, the assignment that he called me into, and then I just left it. And then in 2019 ish. 20, COVID hit. Mm -hmm. So I really didn't do anything with it until present day. And it wasn't until, hallelujah, <laughs> I addressed that. But let me just go to my current purpose. Yes. But um, in 20, 2020, God called me to uh, call the mothers together. Yes, yes. And when he gave me that assignment, Come on. He, re he knew how I responded to the, the assignment of 2018. Yes. So when he called me in 2020 for my current uh, ministry, he said, you had two weeks to get it going. Wow. <laughs> Amen. Has anyone ever heard God speak to them in their authoritative voice? Yes. Well, that was the voice that he spoke to me in 2020. Come he said, on. you have two weeks to get it started, a Facebook page and a group. And I did it. I moved when he said I had two weeks to go. My God, I my heard God. our father's voice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the first time in 2018, he was nice. He was, you know, the voice was nice. It was sweet. It was calm. Yes. And I didn't do nothing. He said, okay, I'm not going to speak to her this way. The way <laughs> this time, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to really give her a boost. Yes. You have two weeks to get it going. Wow, wow. Okay, and my God, so what is the name of your ministry? <laughs> Travailing with the ampersand saying, 
interceding mothers. Amen. Glory Hallelujah. be to God. So how long have you been operating in this particular area? Hallelujah. It has been three years wow. as of yesterday. Hallelujah. Whoa. All right. Glory to God. July Hallelujah. 14th. Amen. Yes. Amen. Happy <laughs> anniversary. Third year. Hallelujah to God Amen. Be the glory. Glory. Hallelujah. So it's been three years. So how does it feel operating in God's purpose? A little surreal. If I hadn't had that communication with God and, and, and being in communion with him, I was like, this is not happening. But because it is, God has walked me through the steps or every step of the way. And so it's just a little surreal, but it's also, it's amazing at the same time what God can do with one when we allow him to do it. All right. Amen. Amen. And also, how do you go about um, calling the women, the mothers together? My God, um, I put it out on Facebook, inviting those that would like to come. Um, I've done it, and I've word of mouth. Yes. Um, I also invent, uh, invite people to come onto the line to join us to stand in agreement. Uh, uh, it's vital today like never before for, for us to come together corporately as God is calling us to come to stand together for our sons. For our sons. Good. I was just about to ask, who are you praying for? Yes. <laughs> every. Yes. For the males. It's for the males. Mm -hmm. You know, every male is a son. Yes. And so so why, the, the flyer, I have a flyer out that says sons, but it goes deeper than that. Wives, you got to pray for your husband. We have to pray for our grandson, for the, for the, the males that's on our on our jobs, mm -hmm. we have to cover them in prayer because the enemy is out to destroy them. Look what's yes. happening in the world today. That's it. That's it. Look what's happening to the yes. world today. Yes, yes. The enemy is causing men to castrate themselves. Yes. You know, through confusion. Yes, talk about it. Talk Let me about tell it. you, I just had a, um, I just watched a documentary recently on a transgender young man, and I sat there purposely to see. What was going on in this document? What did he have to say? Mm. And my heart went out to him because he began to share that he has had surgeries after surgeries. Mm. And he's only left with an inch of his reproductive organ. And he said that he now knows that he can never be a woman. Mm. He looked the part. <laughs> But he could never be a woman. Yes. He said yes. he's having medical issues. Now you think about what's left of his reproductive organ. You can see the medical issues that he's having. Yes, yes. And then he goes on to say that I'm actually, I'm a man. Mm. And I can never be a man. He's beginning to have the feelings of a man. But at, just like on, in the Garden of Eden, the Garden of Eden mm -hmm. with Adam and Eve. After they bit that, ate that fruit, their eyes was open. Yes. Now that the men are castrating themselves, their eyes are coming open. Yes. And it's too late for them to be, a, to be the man that God originally intended for them to be. Yes. So they why? can't have children. Mm -hmm. That's it. They can't have children the way in which they will want to have. Right, right. Amen. So it's vital for us to pray and cover our sons, yes, our our yes, brothers, yes. you know, the young men that God has assigned to us. That's right. That's right. Why do you think God called you for this area of ministry? <laughs> uh, for one, um, as I was a teenager, um, God just put out. I don't even know where it came. It came from God, I know, because from where He was 
bringing me to, he put it in my heart, the, the importance and the value of the men. And we have to realize that men carry the gift of life in them. They are very vital. You know, God called them. He chose them to carry that seed. Yes, he called yes. them, you know, to be, to be the replenishers of the human race on this earth. Without the men, there will be no reproduction. AI cannot produce a seed to fertilize a woman's egg. That's right. That's they right. cannot do that. That's a phenomenon that man has never been able to figure out. And so God gave that to me. He let me see their value. He let me see their worth. And, and he also said, because you have the heart. Yes, yes. That you, that you, you felt, you went through. You, you experienced the, 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 the hurt and the pain. You experienced what mothers go through. You experienced firsthand what the sons go through mm -hmm. by watching your two sons mm -hmm. without their fathers. Right. And so I understand what they're going through. And at the same time, I know their value. I know their worth. I know what the enemy's planning for their lives. That's right. That's right. Amen. Amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. <laughs> yes, because you are a mother of two sons. <laughs> yes. Hallelujah. And you know the importance. You see why it's integral in this day and this time period. Amen. 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 Now, God has entrusted you with this area of ministry. Why is it important to cover and intercede for the males? One would chase a thousand and two would put 10,000 to flight. We are a, a vast number of mothers. So what kind of damage can we do against the enemy if we all come together? Not if, but when we come together, bombarding heaven and crying out to God in the way in which he has called us to yes, do to yes. cover the sons. You know, when we, our purpose is connected to people who need that purpose that's within us. Wow. God put something in each yes, one of us yes, to be an impact to, to a, a remnant of people. Yes. And so what will happen when we fulfill that purpose? Lives is going to be changed. That's right. Healing and deliverance is going to come forth. Yes. We won't see all this confusion on the earth when we come together. Mm -hmm. There's strength in unity. That's right. That's right. So that's when right. we come together... The enemy can't really stand up against us because we're called on the name of the Lord on behalf of the males. Yes, yes. God entrusted me with this, this ministry because of the value and what of the men and what the enemy is trying so hard and desperately to do yes. is to wipe them out. Mm. We see this all the time. Listen, we see this all the time. You know, men being beat down. Telling them they don't have any value. Women rising up, making men feel beneath them, inferior to them. Mm -hmm. Not equal as God created us to be. Right, yeah. That's out of alignment. That's out of God's will. Mm -hmm. God created each one of us to have individual values as well as corporate values together. Mm -hmm. Praying for our sons is so integral in this time and this season. As, as a mother, as an aunt, as a godmother, um, how should we be praying for our sons? How? You, you ask God what's on his heart and mind for you to pray for. And here, give what you mm -hmm. should, you know, give to him. Right now, we should be praying 
for their minds and their thoughts. Because, you know, when the enemy comes at us, he comes with to our mind. You know, for, he attacks us in our thoughts, you know, processes them. And there's a lot of men who feel, have low self-esteem. There's a lot of men out here, they're confused because of the culture that we live in, which is very toxic. Like I was saying earlier, we have women rising up. Right? Nothing is wrong with that. But there's, there's a toxic culture that has been built up against the men, having women to seem more superior and men inferior. But that's not the case. That's not so. God did not create them. We got to remember that. Listen, men did not. We did not come. We did. Men did not come from us. We came from them. Mm. God created them first, yes, right? Yes. We are the rib of the men, yes. right? We did not create them. They cre- we came out of them. Mm-hmm. And we have to always remember God's original intended design yes. for males and for females and mm-hmm. for us drawn together, right? We, we cannot take our eyes off of God's original plan for, his, for, his, for males and for females, the husbands and wives. We cannot take our eyes off of that. You know, that's what the enemy want us to do, but we got to get back to God's original plan for males as well as females. Yes. Know who we are yes. according to God's plan, mm-hmm. God's purpose for us. So what would you say to that mother that says, I hear what you're saying, but I'm not really doing that. Um, what are some things she should be um, praying against and praying for? Well, first, just, just just like go to God and say, God, I'm sorry I have not been praying for the men, my husband, and my sons like I should. But, you know, God is a forgiving God. You know, all you have to do is come to him humbly. And, and after you, you repent, you know, let's get to work. You know, begin to pray. God is going to show you things. He's going to show you areas that, that needs to be covered in prayer. And when God shows you something, don't just say, oh, that's just how they are. That devil is a lie. That's not how they are. Yes, God sir. did not create them that way. Yes. So God is revealing because God, that's who he is. He is a revealer. Mm. And that when he would begin to reveal things to you, that's what you pray for. I heard Dr. Juanita Bynum say one time in one of her sermons, she said, what God reveals to you, that becomes your assignment. My God. Wow. Take that's it to deep. heart. That's deep. Take it to heart because God is a revealing. He is revealing things to you. He allow you to see things. He allow you to see the confusion on your children when they come home from school. Yes. Don't just say, Oh no, that's just something that he's doing. No, when he's when you see it, you pray against it. You go in the realm of the spirit and you attack that thing. You also teach them as a mother, mm-hmm. like the word of God said, train them up in the way in which they that's should right. go. That's right. Teach them the word of God, who they are, but after you do the training and the teaching, you go after the enemy because he's going after your children. That's right. That's right. Full force. Full force. Full force. By enemies necessary. That's right. Amen. Amen. Glory be to God. Don't forget to subscribe to the one-on-one podcast with your host, Dr. Christina West. You can find me on your favorite podcast platform. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Stay tuned for more episodes.